There is a nursery rhyme which sings, "One, two, three, four, five. Once I caught a fish alive. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Then I let it go again. Hey, why did you let it go? Because it bit my finger. So, which finger did it bite? This little finger on the right. So, apparently, you let go the fish because it bites you. For many people who believe in Buddhism, they buy the captive fish and free them to a pond to pray for success and to accumulate merits. Looking back to the time when fish was mostly regarded as a food source, it evolved into a symbol of abundance, prosperity, success, and happiness. That's why you can often see decor with fish elements in a Chinese home. Either in the form of a painting, paper cuttings, or a pond full of koi fish in the garden. Hi, I'm Shelley on a thousand wise. Today, let's get a glimpse of what a fish's symbolic meaning is in the Chinese culture, and how Taoist philosophy is inspired by fish. The Chinese pronunciation of fish is yu. Similar to that of surplus, also because of the ability of fish to quickly reproduce in large quantities, people regard it as a symbol of abundance. That's why during the Chinese New Year, a fish dish is a must on the dining table, and you must not eat all of it so as to have a little surplus in the coming year. One of the most popular images during the New Year. Is a child holding a large fish with a lotus flower. Many people also embroider a goldfish on a shirt or bag to bring the energy of abundance into their life. Fish also plays an important role in Chinese mythology. It's said that carp or koi fish is closely related to the dragon. If you play the Nintendo game Pokemon, you will find that the relationship between Magikarp and Gyarados is similar to the carp-dragon relationship in this case. In case you are wondering about Chinese dragons, they represent power, honor, respect, dignity, and many other auspicious characteristics. Wherever there are springs of water. Carps gather in great numbers in the pool at the base of the waterfall. They swim against the wave, but very few actually made the climb. It's said that if any carp, with so much perseverance and strength, is able to climb the waterfall of the Yellow River, known as the Dragon Gate, will eventually transform into a dragon. It has become a common saying in China. That a student facing examinations is like a carp attempting to leap through the dragon gate. Once this is accomplished, you will be successful and have a bright future. Fish was also a subject of debate in a famous Taoist story, which occurred between two friends, Zhuangzi, the Taoist philosopher in the latter fourth century BC, and Huizi. Their dialogue went roughly like this. This is Zhuangzi, and this is Huizi. Fish swim about so freely, 
drifting along. Such is their happiness. You are not a fish. What do you know of the happiness of fish? You are not I. So how do you know I don't know the happiness of fish? I'm not you, so I certainly do not know if you know the happiness of fish or not. The same here. You are certainly not a fish, so you don't know if the fish is happy or not. Let's go back to where we started. When you said, "What do you know of the happiness of fish?" it implies that you already knew that I knew. <laughs> well, 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 well. This conversation is surely going nowhere. If I posted this topic on the social media, would I get a lot of trolls? You tell me. Frankly speaking, I can't guarantee whether a fish is happy or not. But one thing is for sure, and that's fish are regarded as ethereal in Chinese culture. It's not only about abundance and success; it also guides people who want to achieve true happiness and freedom in both life and death. In the first chapter of Zhuang Zi's work, Xiao Yao Yao. A fish and a bird was mentioned at the beginning. In the northern darkness, there was a fish, and his name was Quin. Quin was so huge, he was impossible to measure. He changed his form and became a bird. Whose name was Peng. Even in the form of a bird, he was still too large to measure. Yet, when he rose up and flew off, his wings were like clouds all over the sky. From Quin the fish to the Peng the bird, this is not about Darwin's evolution theory, but about human beings' pursuit of a higher spiritual purpose. It implies that to be free, individuals must discard rigid distinctions between good and bad, right and wrong, and follow a course of action not motivated by gain or striving. When one ceases to judge events as good or bad, man-made suffering disappears, and natural suffering is embraced as part of life.